Hey, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello. How is everybody doing? Look, I'm going to have to put my phone on Do Not Disturb because it's starting to ring again. It always works out the way, right? <laughs> so I want to first and foremost welcome you all to Conversate with Pamela. You know how we do it every week. I bring on another amazing powerhouse co-host and we come on here and we talk about the obstacles that we have faced and how we face them to get to in order to for us to get to our what's next. And we may even talk a little bit about the steps on how we got to our what's next or how we even know what our what's next is. But before I go on and do that and bring our co-host on, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping. First and foremost, tonight's show episode is sponsored by Vision Made Magazine, the magazine that is printed on a quarterly basis, where you can find in there stories, inspirational tips. You can also find power words. Y'all know I love some power words, the power words that will take us from having that bad moment to taking us and bringing us, bringing us back up and giving us some inspiration to push through, as well as vision boards, Love my vision board to give you tips on ways to doing vision boards on how to do vision boards, as well as but business vision boards and so much more. If you're interested in gaining getting a copy of Vision Made magazine, drop it in the feed below, and I definitely will be in touch with you. Not only today's sponsor is by Vision Made magazine, it is also sponsored by At the Table. At the Table is a nonprofit organization that empowers young girls and women here in Columbus, Ohio, and around the world. They are actually having a event back here tomorrow where we're going to talk about domestic violence. So we would love for you to tune in. We're going to have some panels, and we're going to have just have sit down and talk about domestic violence. So the show is being also um, sponsored by At The Table. Then lastly, today's Win Wednesday. What's your win? Right. Now look, I'm getting texts. Everyone's like, what's a win? A win is when you have set a goal and you've accomplished your goal. Or how about this? You have, you know, you want to do a goal, but you don't know where to start at. Or better yet, you're just can't figure it out. That's still a win because you're recognizing that there's something that you want to accomplish and you still have time. If you're needing help with setting goals, dropping in the feed, if I can't help you, I always tell you, I have thousands of women, such as the one I'll be bringing on, that can help you reach your goal. So drop it in the feed if you're needing help, but we still want to know what's your win for this week. So drop it in the feed, you hear our win and so much more. So grab your pen and paper, your favorite evening beverage. Look, I do have something, you guys. Normally, right, you know, last week I had already ate my snacks and had drank up all my all my evening beverage, but not today. So if you grab your pen and paper, your evening snacks or snacks, your girlfriends and family members, and let's go and let's start conversating on how we can go after our what's next. So let me bring to the stage Miss Erin. Hey. Hey, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Well, hey, everybody. I'm Erin Harrigan. I am a Christian wife, empty nest mom, speaker, coach, writer, avid traveler, lover of tacos. <laughs> and I work with Christian businesswomen to help them redefine hustle and pursue success God's way so that they can walk out his assignment with clarity and serenity and fulfillment. And often that means looking ahead to what's next when they begin to follow his directions instead of just their own. Funny enough, we were just talking about that, you know, how do, how do we get to the what's next? But let's back up a little bit. When we talk about getting there, you know, so many of us are facing with the what the what ifs and I can't and it stumbles us. Uh, it stumbled me. So first and foremost, did you face those stumbling blocks? And if so, how did you get past it? Well, you know, Pam, I spent so much of my life. I call it my BC life. So for me, before Christ, before I gave my life to him in 2014, really driving, striving and achievement chasing. So making those decisions on what's next throughout my both my corporate career and my entrepreneur life was very much driven by the dollars and the cents. It was very much driven by the ladder of achievement, the ladder of promotion. 
So when I would get stuck, then it, it looked very different than, and I, and I still sometimes get stuck now, but it looked mm -hmm. very different because it was very methodical. It was very mathematical. And there wasn't a lot of room for me to have any other choice. I was the primary breadwinner for my family. So there was no opportunity at the time to really step back and say, well, what could be next? And what could it look like if I truly went to pursue, you know, my dream or finding a way to gain my time back so that I had more availability to my family today? What that looks like for me is I still stumble, but I very often stumble because I'm trying to figure it all out and I'm trying to figure how all the pieces come together instead of what I coach on uh, is really tuning into the Lord and tuning out the world and really getting deep in prayer and understanding how does he define you? How does he direct you? And then how do you put discipline around that to be able to develop into the business that he's given you as a vehicle? So for me it, it, today, I, it involves a lot of prayer mm -hmm. and a lot of journaling. And the deeper I'm going with him, especially in the word, the more that I can sense and feel where he's directing me, but, but I am still a work in progress. I still stumble because I still am an overachiever and I'm very ambitious. So that gets me sometimes out, out ahead of him. Mm -hmm. And, um, he allows us to make those decisions, right? We have free will. So I very often get out ahead of him and that's where I begin to stumble. <laughs> I understand. I, I do too. You know, we, as, Let's as women, especially we as women, we are all about you know we're trying to take the reins on ourselves, knowing that that uh, that the other divine creations ha creator has he's like okay I'm gonna let you go ahead and do it and you'd be like well wait a minute I got this and then when you stumble you're like you're right. You're so, <laughs> you're so right. I should have just had given it to you. You know what? We wouldn't be here. But let's be honest, though. It's all about how we it's also. But it's also he's teaching us failing yes. is good, you know, and so many people are. And I, and I have to say, as you had talked about your beat was a BBC before before Christ. When you had yes. I have faced the three F's fear, fault and failure. And it. Hmm. I sat in the in the world of believing what society wanted for me was best for me and then there was just that time when he was like poking me okay he poked me once and i'm like oh he's not talking to me and then right. like, just looking around oh, it's not for me and then i got the poke again but it was a louder poke like mm. i didn't say it, i'm saying and so then um I totally get though. It took me a long time to listen. Um, there's a difference yeah. between listening and listen. Um, funny enough, I was listening to um, before we came on here, I'm always meditating and praying to make sure I'm giving to what I'm supposed to be giving to. Um, someone had talked about, there's a difference between listening and listening. Um, mm. The difference of the two is on how, how are you intentively listening or are you just listening to be listening? And so that I feel really had begun. That's when my journey had began, when I started to become an active listener. And so yes. I'm with you on knowing that I'm not perfect and I'm yes. okay with not being perfect and I don't Amen. beat myself up. So let me ask you yes. this. We have women out there that are, that are in corporate as you were mm -hmm. once were. Did corporate prepare you for where your journey where you are now in your journey? And if so, how did it help you? I really believe corporate didn't help me prepare to be an entrepreneur. True. True. It and I and I I it, actually let me let me kind of split that out a little bit. It prepared me to be an entrepreneur in that being subject to someone else's standards and measurement and schedule and requirements and expectations for some people that absolutely works for them. Some people need that structure. Mm -hmm. You know, they just, they thrive in an environment like that. And for me, it got very old. I wouldn't even say quickly because I was in corporate for 23 years. So, but what it did prepare me is to understand that's not the life I wanted to have, you know, for 20, for 17 more years or whatever to get me to that, you know, magical 40 year mark. So it prepared me in knowing clarity through contrast, you know, here's what I have in corporate, but here's what I could have as, as mm -hmm. a business owner. 
What it didn't prepare me for because of the boundaries and the guardrails of being an employee is that it didn't prepare me for embracing failure. True. In because failure in business ownership feels different than failure in entrepreneurship or or, or I'm sorry in in the corporate setting. It didn't while I it prepared me to feel that I wanted to be my own boss, suddenly I'm the only one accountable, right? Mm -hmm. So I, I don't feel like it really prepared me for that because even if you're an independent worker, even if you're very good at working independently and you're very dependable in the corporate setting, ultimately you're still accountable to someone else. And that's different when you're a business owner because you're accountable to you. So I don't feel like it prepared me for that, but I do feel like it prepared me for other things in different ways, you know, and I think that sometimes what happens when as women, we seek to transition, you know, from full time employee, perhaps to part time employee and side hustle, and then perhaps to full time business. Yes, that we aren't always fully, we, we can't ever be fully prepared because the business world takes flexibility and agility and in a different way than being in corporate and it's scary. And so I think that sometimes we're, we fear failure, but failure is good. I love how you said that because it's through failure that we learn. I mean, the Bible says it's, it's really through our Valley experiences that we learn the most because that's where we, we have to lean into the Lord. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I also think there's a fear of success that comes with mm -hmm. being a business owner. You know, when you're in a corporate setting and it's so structured, I don't feel like there's a fear of success because if you attain the goals and you reach the goals, then you know that that leads to a promotion or a higher or a raise or a bonus or whatever. But fear of success as a business owner looks like, well, but what if I have so many clients that I can't manage it all? Right. What if, how will that impact my time? So, so I would say to any woman out there who's in the corporate world and who's looking to make that transition, just, just give yourself the grace and set a pace to do it your way, God's way versus what the world says it needs to mm -hmm. look like. I agree with you because when I first started thinking of doing this journey, let's be honest, when we're sitting in the corporate world, there's not very many of us in the corporate world thinking of being an entrepreneur. Yeah, so, you know, so then first of all, first and foremost, it's the mindset that you have to work on. And I wish that was some something that someone had told me before I left the corporate world, like you have to understand when you leave the corporate world, you're leaving your corporate family, you know, the family yes. you, can oh, count yeah. on, you can call or, you know, you can go out to, to go out for that drink or that to eat. When you go into entrepreneurship, honestly, it's a lonely, it's a lonely journey, but it's a, it is a most wonderful journey that I can, I cannot explain to anyone. I'm so grateful that I'm allowed to even take this journey for how long Amen. I've been on it, but it has, but I wish someone would have said, well, if you're going to do entrepreneurship, <laughs> what you need to learn. And it's all about knowing, knowing you and being okay with you. I've heard a yeah. lot of, actually I had a couple clients that were like teetering to going back into corporate because they didn't mm. understand the understanding of being an entrepreneur. It's a lonely world and you have to learn it, that. Well, you know, what's funny about that, Pam, is so last fall, this time, actually last year. So I have multiple streams of income. Yes. I have my my speaking, coaching, writing that kind of falls under the, the header of Aaron Harrigan LLC. I call myself the hustle with heart coach. I have uh, a network marketing income stream right. and then I do consulting in the biotech industry. This time last year, I was starting to feel like you know what would be nice is if I had a little more steady income because as a business owner, yes. you know, sometimes the income is not consistent month to month or or not at the same level month to month, which is like a whole other conversation about having your finances exactly. in order. Right. And so I took a job and I thought at the time, well, this is great because I'll be working with small businesses and I'm working with the small business development center and I love working with small business and it provides me steady income and I'll do that and I'll continue working my Aaron Harrigan LLC and I'll have my network marketing and I'll, and I'll work my way out of the consulting. So started in November, fast forward to June and, and 
all of the freedoms that I had had for 11 years, meaning I could work from anywhere. I could come to a conference like where I am in Alabama, leave my home in Maryland, come to Alabama, do a conference, work hours as I need to work them. Suddenly that was really not possible because the organization was saying, well, no, you're really supposed to be Mm -hmm. available eight to five, not three hours in the morning or four hours at night. Right. So I lost that freedom. And it wasn't until, again, I had that clarity through contrast that I went, wait a minute. I, this freedom is very important to me and there's a value that comes with that. And so through prayer, God led me to, to leave that job and basically said to me, you know, there, there's so much that I learned in that nine months, right. or 10 months, whatever it was, which is incredibly valuable for, for me as a business owner, but also for those that I coach. So I think that sometimes as an entrepreneur, if you don't prepare yourself for understanding that the financials look different and that while you do have freedom of time, you do have to be disciplined with your time, right? that it can look really easy to go back to the corporate world because we think, oh, well, it's a steady paycheck, but you have to understand what you're exchanging for that. Right. It's not a bad thing. It's just that you have to understand what you're giving up for that. And I think it's it's been a lesson that I learned it was incredibly valuable to me. Mm-hmm. And I thank God every day that he is that he provides and that he gave me the space to go try that so I could learn that lesson, so I could come back to what I was doing and and know that I accept that sometimes the inconsistency of income is worth the time freedom. Yeah, I agree with you. I I believe and I feel that that's why I'm still in corporate. Mm-hmm. He's knowing, he knows that what, knowing that when I'm done, I'm done, that, you yeah, know, now yeah. he's prepared me mentally. The mindset right. was, like I said, for me, this journey has been nothing about the mindset and mm-hmm. understanding that, that being a, being a business owner it comes with a different price tag than being yes. someone else's and being an employee of somebody else. And I like that you said that because it's true because it, so many times you hear a lot of people say, well, I'm going to be a business owner. I'm going to be a business owner. And then I, and I'm always asking them, okay, so what are you going to do? You know, and right. are you going to be, is it to be a side? It's just, and it's just the coach in me, you know, is this going, are you going to do it as a side hustle? Are you going to do it a full time? And then, you know, and then you understand when you do full time, it goes into taxes, it goes into your really right. big business. And a lot of people didn't, don't understand that it's when you're doing yeah. this, if you're doing this full time, you're taking it on just as you're running an organization. You're the CEO. hundred percent. And people don't understand that. So I feel that 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 that's one another piece of education that I wish mm-hmm. that corporate had taught me. It did in some sense. Let me say this. It did teach me in some sense because where I used to work at, I actually worked for a nonprofit. And so I worked mm-hmm. really closely with the CEO and CFO and all them up. So I knew what it was, but I wasn't paying mm-hmm. attention at that time. Right. Now that I see it, I'm like, Okay, I see what it's going. But when you're going into a bigger corporation, you're lost up into, you know, their politics, their rules, their everything else. But as we have a woman sitting at the desk right now, and she's like, but I still want to go after my what's next, but I'm facing my what ifs and I can'ts. What piece of advice would you give her? So I, I would say a couple of things. Number one, it's so important that you're working with a mentor, a coach, someone that can help ask these questions as Pamela was just asking, right? To ask you the hard questions, because very often when we want to go into business, we just think, oh, this is going to be exciting. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go start a business. Oh, I've set up my LLC and you know, all of that. So I absolutely recommend that you're working with a mentor or coach there, you know, people like Pamela and myself do that. But if that's not a resource that you're ready to necessarily invest in monetarily, you absolutely can connect with an organization like the Small Business Development Center through the SBA, and they can help you build out a business plan, build out a cash flow plan. So number one, I would say that. Number two, get very clear on the dollars and cents. How much 
you know, you said this earlier, what is, what is your vision for this? Is this a side hustle? You know, mm -hmm. how much, how much money do you want to bring in from this business? And then what will it take for you to bring in that money? What does that look like? Do, does your family need you to bring in that money? And if so, again, how much and, and where will that money be allocated? So getting very clear, tangibly, what it will take to run the business. I could not run my business if I didn't know what my family finances are. And that came out of our financial crisis between 2014 and 20, really 2018. And so because I know those numbers, I know exactly what my business needs to bring in. And then I can then strategize on, okay, mm -hmm. so what does it look like to bring that in? The third thing that I would say is, you know, if, if you're not a follower of Christ, um, you know, but you are a praying person or a person who meditates, whatever that looks like for you, I specifically work with Christian women and women of faith, absolutely pray and journal over. I mean, set aside time to really think about the vision mm -hmm. of what this business will mean. What will it mean for your family? What will it what will it look like alongside of a job or full time? Like really use your five senses to think about a day in the life because it's critically important that you can paint that picture in your head and then have that conversation with those close to you, particularly your family. Like if you're a mother or you a grandmother or, you know, whatever, taking care of grandchildren, whatever, because you have to know that on the hard days and there will be hard days, you have to hold on to that picture because that builds your endurance, that builds your perseverance. It's just like for anybody that's had children, you may remember when I had children 24 years ago, they said you, you should have a focal point, right? right? Like right. So that in the midst of those labor pains, you have something that you're focused on. And the same is true in a business. So I think those three things, finding a coach or a mentor, making sure you understand you know, the financials, and then really spending time to envision what it will look like, feel like, sound like, smell like, taste like You're right. to be in business. I think those are three key pieces to start. I love it. I love it. I, I think those are two. And I want to piggyback off of those three keys, as well as your tribe. You need to have the best tribe ever. That And, and let's say this, yeah. at the beginning of your journey, this is how I let me let me give you a piece of advice. Not everybody can be in, on your tribe. I I, Amen. I was the woman that's like, oh, everybody, you know, open the door, the flood doors, come on, come on, they all support me. And then when I started down the down the journey, that's not true. And it, it and and the reason I want everyone to understand it, I tell the story all the time because everyone's like, it didn't have, it does happen. And but I want you yes, to stop. Yes. I'm one, I'm trying to help you not get to that point. Not everybody can sit at your table, and it's okay. No, you it, mm. it, it was because mm -hmm. it was that was a hard <laughs> that was a hard pill for me to swallow. I thought everybody will support everybody. me. Everybody yes. will, you know, everybody will will have my back to understand when I hit the hit that wall of you man disappointment or you know I'm I'm upset at myself that they'll be like okay we got you we, we, and it didn't happen it did not happen no and and I think that you're so right Pamela that's so hard yeah. because as loving people and they and these people love you please shoot, please shoot, hear us shoot. the people who end up not sort of being there for you. They still love you. They just want to protect you, right? right? And so I think it is absolutely important to have people around you who can be your board of directors, if you will, who, who can be your sounding board. Um, you know, there's so many places in, in the online space now. I know I'm a part of a, a coaching group and I run a coaching group and I'm sure Pamela, the same thing you know, that, that really will lift you up and, mm -hmm. and help you stay accountable and feeling belonging and, and discernment in, in faith or, or, you know, business decisions, because she's right. Not everybody is going to support that. And that stops a lot of people. It stops a lot of people because yes. they're people pleasing. So they think, well, if they're not happy for me, then I might, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Right. And that's why having that vision is so critical because those people cannot get you to the vision that God put in your heart. He put that there. So for you to right. walk out, 
they can't do it for you. And, and, oh, by the way, they're also not paying your bills. So, right. Um, but right. it is, that is, that is a really hard thing. It is, especially we as women are women of, um, of feelings and emotions. And so, you know, it's really, it really is, um, hard to remove that. Like I said, like I said earlier, that was a hard pill to swallow, but know that you do have support group, um, here at Conversate with Pamela, I have Aaron and thousands of other women that if we, I can't help you, I have Aaron. If Aaron can't help you, I have women from last week, Beverly. I just have so many women. So know that you need to just find you a support group or someone that you're, like she said, you're bored. Who is your executive board that can sit at the table and just be cautious Mm -hmm. of, you know, knowing that those that are sitting there now may not be, and it's okay. Mm -hmm. But they're there for they're there to protect you. But you need to stand on your feet and be like, I got this. I'll be okay. And it's right. just it's just a hard pill to swallow. I can't believe we're almost halfway. We're halfway through the show. This has been fun. I love, <laughs> I love to do this. Me too. Aaron, before we take a break, where can people connect to you and find you? Yeah, I think the easiest place for people to find me is at my website, AaronHarrigan.com. Uh, but if you're a social media people, you can find me as the Hustle with Heart Coach on Facebook or Aaron D, as in David Harrigan, on Instagram. I do some fun and silly reels on my Instagram. Um, but everything, really, my podcast, my book, all of that is on my website. Um, but, I mean, always feel free to send me a DM. I'd love to chat. Yeah, I will definitely. Um, if those of you who didn't like me, I'm already I'm so busy writing. I'm like, okay, while she talks, I'll, I'll get that later because my hand is tired from writing. But you definitely will be able to see. Um, I will put it in the feed on how you guys can get connected to Aaron. But while we're doing this, I got a lot of people dinging me over here. So those of you who are out there that are sending me messages, tell us what your win is. We want to hear your win. We love to celebrate oh, you. Yeah. You'll get to hear our wins in just a few minutes, but let's celebrate you tell us your win for tell us the win for this week love to shout you out and if you have questions for us drop it in the feed we're here for you um if you miss it if you don't get your questions answered during the show i still will definitely shoot it over to erin to make sure she gets your i totally believe in that so um i'm not i'm not the one that's like know all because i don't know all because i did (laughs) uh you know it's a whole nother story anyways but i will definitely (laughs) pass it on to erin um on any questions that you have or if there's any questions you have for both of us we will definitely make sure we get to them on a definite note real quick yeah go ahead Aaron I was just gonna say that's another reason you talked about having that tribe or that board of directors because I don't know everything Pamela doesn't know everything she knows things that I don't know I know things that she doesn't know other people other guests and others in our networks it's so important to surround yourself with that with people like that so that because you're not going to know everything and and you want to have that built-in group of people that you can ask, hey, how did this feel when you went through this? Or did you face this challenge or what have you? So yes, please send your questions. We definitely are happy to answer them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Aaron, real quick before we take a break, do you have a vision board? And if so, what's on your vision board? So interestingly, God has not had me doing a vision board the last couple of years. Um, But my big vision is to be speaking on international stages, really sharing the message that it is possible to build a thriving business and do hustle differently than the world defines it. And that everything that I'm doing, whether it's speaking or being on podcasts or writing or my blog, all of that feeds into that big vision. That, that really is um, because I, I believe that there there is... A, a groundswell of women who want to do business differently than the world has defined it. Not only the way the world has defined how women should do business, but just a different way of doing business. And I believe that that there are biblical principles to doing it. And so that's my big vision. I so agree with you. Well, I I do believe in vision boards, but I do believe that they all intertwine together. And mm-hmm. that is just the work, the nature of it. And if you see it, 
you've got, okay, I can see it. So that's why I'm always asking everybody, do they have a vision board? But hold your thoughts for a moment. I'm gonna let you get a break, give you a little rest for a moment. But real quick, everybody, wanted everybody to understand today's show is sponsored by, we got two sponsors. Yes, two. The first one is sponsored by At The Table. They are a nonprofit organization that empowers young girls to live the life that they want to live. They are here located here in Columbus, Ohio. And actually, we'll be back here tomorrow with At The Table Board, and we're going to talk about domestic violence. It's to recognize Mm -hmm. Domestic Violence Month, and so we want to get the word out. So if you're interested in joining us, or if you just want to come in and just sit and listen, or if you even if you want to talk, um, talk, I would love for you to, we'll have two experts talk about domestic violence here tomorrow, same time, same place, everyone. So please come and join us. The second sponsor of the show is Vision magazine. It is a quarterly magazine that is all about empowering, inspiring individuals to get to their what's next. The premises of it is a vision board. So in the magazine, you will find inspirational stories. You will find power words. You'll find vision boards as well as worksheets as well. So if you're interested in gaining, getting a copy of Vision Made Magazine, drop it in the feed below and I definitely will connect you to the magazine. It's an ma- amazing magazine. So there's who are sponsoring the show for tonight. So Aaron, we're going to do something a little bit fun, a little bit different, a little twist now that we've talked about, talked about how women can go to their what's next and how to conquer the what ifs and I can't. You talked about journaling. So is journaling part of your self-care routine? And also what is your self-care routine? Sure. So journaling is absolutely part of my daily discipline. And what I know is that when I am not journaling, I feel it. I, I can physically mm-hmm. feel what that what that is. And I journal every single morning. Actually, let me let me just rephrase that. I, my goal is to journal every single morning. Most mornings I do. This week I've been traveling, so I haven't journaled that much. Um, but journaling is also self-care for me. I use my journal a lot to do what I, an exercise that I call mind mapping. So if I'm stuck in a particular negative thought, I can sort of map out all of the different ideas that go with that so I can start to break that off of me, if you will. My self-care is really about a couple of key pieces. Number one is my Mondays are always my CEO day. And so that's when I get administrative done things done mm-hmm. for my business. If there are things that I need to mail, which like, is anybody mailing things? Yes, I'm still mailing things. I Me just too. mailed some books out the other day. Um, you know, it's when I'm able to do my finances. It's when I'm able to work in my QuickBooks. But I also carve out time in that CEO day to just vision, just write and like plan and, and that sort of thing. So I have a day like that every week. Every day I do what I can to get up early and go walk. We live near the Chesapeake Bay. And so we have a beautiful area that I can walk along the boardwalk. So really getting up early and being able to do that. And I think that seeing the sunrise is part of my self-care because that is an important piece to me. I just, I love sunrises, especially over the water. And then the other piece that I did two years ago is I began to put aside money so that I could get a monthly massage. And that has become an incredible piece of my routine because I know if I hadn't set aside the money, you know, then I'm like, oh, I really could use a massage, but it's such a luxury. Mm -hmm. And I want, I, I, I want to just encourage all of you, whatever that looks like, whether it's a manicure and a pedicure or massage or whatever, make sure that you're including that as part of the profit from your business, allow yourself to have that level of self-care because we are very good at, as women at pouring from our pitcher, but very often our pitcher is pretty empty because we're pouring out, but we're never pouring in. So those those are really my big pieces of self-care. I firmly believe in journaling, whatever that looks like for you. Maybe it's a gratitude journal. I like to journal, you know, like I'm writing a letter to God every day. And then mm-hmm. the prayers that I write, I can always go back and I put a date on them when I see them come to fruition or if he redirects me to something, but I love, love, love getting it on paper. I'm with you. I do do the journal. Now I don't, I'm like you, I'm not, I think though, because of the magazine, I'm not consistent on writing every day, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I do do Mm -hmm. journaling. But one thing I wanted to, I want you to know 
this is so ironic. We are like so in sync in so many ways. It's just like, okay, I do that too. Okay, I do that too. When you talked yep. about mind mapping, oh my goodness, I love mind mapping. Love, love, yep. love mind mapping. Um, yes. It is a technique that everyone should should do it. I use, I draw. So I do the big mm. circle first and then I start drawing my pictures and words yep. down. But I love mind mapping. It is in the most relaxing way for me to, and I'll, I'll stop in the middle of the day. Like I'm still working in corporate, but there's be times I'm stopping in the middle of the day, get me a long piece of paper, pull it in half and start doing it. I, that's the only yes. way I can relax my mind to stop working, mm-hmm. thinking a thousand other things and start get focusing again. And so if anybody's yes. going to know how to do mind mapping, drop it in the feed and we will, we will help you get there on how mind mapping. It is an amazing technique. I totally, yeah. I totally practice that here in my practice as well. So I do love some mind mapping and my mm. self care is I do meditation. I literally mm-hmm. meditate every morning. I've gotten down to the, my practices. I know when it's 30 minutes. I know now mm-hmm. without a timer. I know when it's 30 minutes. Wow. I know when it's yeah. 45 minutes. But it's something that to know that you need to practice it every day, start out something yes. small. May it be a minute, yeah. five minutes, but just do it and get connected. It's so in even those that are in the corporate world, you still need to have a self-care routine. Um oh, and so one way to do it is just sit down and like Aaron says, get connected with you. You know, there's only, mm-hmm. we only have, God has only given us one you. So we don't, there's right. no more, there, there is no more. So take yeah. care of yourself yeah. and get out here and do some self-care. It's so essential. But again, my routine is I do do the meditation. I do it for 30 minutes. Then I look at my, um, I write out what, I'm going to do for tomorrow. I'll do that. And as we get, as soon as we get off of here and I look at it and start my day off, at least now my mind is relaxed. I can prepare for what's coming ahead. And if anything comes in between, I'm like, okay, I can figure out where it can fit in or where it can't fit in. So, yeah, there's, there's one other thing I'd love to add to that. So one of the tools that I work with my clients on besides mind mapping is I call it a daily action sheet or a dash tool. And it's the book ending of the day. And you said this exactly like this is it, right? We start the day, whether it's meditation or prayer mm-hmm. or whatever that is. And then I like to have my clients or teach my clients to end the day with what I call a focused 15 minutes. So physically set a timer for 15 minutes, write out your to-do list for the next day. I firmly believe in only putting six things on your yeah. to-do list because yeah. there's some scientific evidence around how much your brain can take. And then before you go to bed, you know, make sure that you're checking your thoughts, whether that's reading some scripture or listening to, you know, a bedtime story on, right. I think the calm app or something like that. Right. So many women have challenges sleeping because they say, I can't calm my mind before I go to sleep. But if you will carve out that 15 minutes to do that, then what happens is you start to get in a habit of bookending your day. You're starting your day in meditation and prayer. You're ending your day in meditation and prayer. And I promise you, your day is going to feel vastly different. Pamela just said it. You know, she knows if things come up because things will, that she feels like I can handle this because she's got those bookends. So I really encourage people to do that. I love that. I so love that. I do a form too, but I do love that. So do you have a go-to quote? And if so, what is their go-to quote? Mm, That's good. I think that my, uh, well, scripture is really important to me. (laughs) Um, So I, my go-to scripture, the foundational scripture for my hustle with heart business is John 15, four and five. I am the vine, you are the branches, Um, you know, abide in me and I in you. And I'll just leave it at that. Just from a paraphrase standpoint, that to me, like in my business and what I coach, like that's the point. Like we cannot accomplish anything without the Lord, anything for, you know, for believers, anything without Jesus. That that's the big thing for me. It's funny. Somebody asked me a few weeks ago, if I like, what was my favorite quote? And I do love quotes, but I don't know that there's one that I think, Oh, that's the one. Um, but those foundational verses are important to me. And then the other verse that I'll tell you, and I do recite this all the time <laughs> because I'm ambitious, 
And so my mind is constantly going and I yes. tend to be an overachiever. And there are times during the day where I'm like, okay, I got to stop and pray. And I say Psalm 25 verses four and five, which mm -hmm. is show me your ways. Oh Lord, teach me your path. Lead me in your truth and teach me for you are the God of my salvation on you. I wait all the day. And I say that because I need him to show me. Right. Because I can get swirling in like fear of missing out FOMO and I can get swirling in like all kinds of distraction and discontent and doubt, which is exactly where the enemy wants me. Uh, and I have to stop in the middle and, and say, physically say those verses. So those probably I would say are my quotes, but if you've got a favorite quote, if you've got a favorite verse, whatever that is, you know, but have it on your phone, have yes. it, have it at your desk on a post-it so that it is your go-to that you can stop in the middle of chaos because our days get chaotic and, and really, you know, hold that post-it or look at your phone and, and have that right at your fingertips. I love that. You're so right. I believe in having everything, every kind of powerful tool in front of you handy so when you know we're we're it's inevitable we all hit that wall yes. or hit that moment in, in the day and so why not you can look at your phone we all how many times do you notice everybody when you go somewhere you see everybody typing and <laughs> walking around you know and so you have the phone so you can't so yes. use the phone i for use a while it. had it um have some quotes in my car until my grandson mm -hmm started looking at him so now i'm starting to write quotes for him and have him hang him he's fine and so have him keep quotes and things like that so but everywhere you go just keep a quote i'm with aaron phone t on your tv on your computer mm. every on your bathroom mirror right everywhere yes. you can because you're going to need that motivation i have to say my favorite quote is it's by maya angelou and it's all about phenomenal, phenomenal woman. That's me. And I, we, and I say that a lot because a lot of times women are so consumed. And you even talked about it. We're so consumed with the day-to-day -day hustle and bustle. We forget about us. So I always say yes. someone will tell the woman to say that and look in the mirror as you're saying it and say it with a smile. Because once you say it, you're looking at yourself. You're talking about, oh, that's me. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you can move on. So that's something yes. that I always powerful talk to my, um, tell my clients to use and talk how to use it and things like that. Well, before yeah. we shut this down, this has been so fun. I want to thank you for, you have been amazing co-host as well. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, before we go, before we end, what one, what is your win for this week? So my win for this week is I was coming to a Christian business conference here in Alabama and in the past, like pre, you know, pre pandemic, when we were traveling, when I would come to a conference, you know, I was, I was always like, here's my goals for the conference. And I'm going to meet mm -hmm. these people and I'm going to do these things. But for this conference, I really prayed to just be present, to be mm -hmm. present for myself, to be present, to hear the Lord, but also to be present, to pray over whomever needed it. Right. Or, or to give feedback where it was needed or to ask questions where it was needed or whatever. And so, as I look back before I fly home tomorrow, my win is that I truly was present and I had opportunities to give advice or give insights or ask good questions. That that's what I prayed for. And that's what he gave me. So that's Amazing. my win. That's awesome. That is so yeah. awesome. That is so cool. Well, I How about you? It. What's your win? So my win for this week is, man, I have a lot going on. Um, I actually have participated in a comeback summit that is actually going on this whole week. And so I got to be a speaker, part of that speaker on that summit. So it's running this week. And then this Saturday, I am sitting on a panel um, with one of my prior coaches that she asked me to sit on a panel to come back and talk about the impact that she has provided to me, to me and to my business, which I felt so blessed and honored to go back and um, for some, uh, oh, my old coach to come and ask me, do I want to be okay. part of her, her event? So I'm so excited to be part of that. And I said, that that's my win for this week. <laughs> I think that's enough. Oh, good. That. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Did any, who shared wins? And no we, one has written anything yet. We still got a few. Now minutes listen, because... we know you all have some wins. So right. We want so, to hear about them. Right. And don't, and 
no win, no little win is no, you know, nothing's too small and nothing's right. too big. So drop Amen. them in the below. And then the last part of the show we always talk about, Erin, is book on the shelf. Are you reading any book right now? Any books or books? And if so, what are you reading? Yeah. So right. In fact, I have them all stacked up under my laptop. So oh. right now I have sort of three books going. So okay. I'm reading um, Thou Shalt Prosper by Rabbi Daniel Lapin. L-A-P-I-N. I am reading Called to Create by Jordan Rayner. And I'm very excited because I'm going to get to meet Jordan next week, actually, the end of next week, because I have another conference that I'm heading to. And then I'm reading a book called The Hard Good by Lisa Whittle, W-H-I-T-T-L-E. And what I'm, and, and I love them all. What I'm really loving about the hard good is the lessons from her own life that there are hard things that happens in our lives, right. but there is good that comes from them. And, you know, sometimes there are things that happen and it makes us just not want to show up. It makes us not want to step out into the assignment or to shine God's light or to do the work because it's just easier to sort of shut down and hide out and shrink right. back. Right. And so I love what you were saying about the Maya Angelou quote and, and being phenomenal women. We are made to be phenomenal women. And very often we allow others or the world uh, to keep us from stepping out. And so I'm really loving this book that Lisa's written. I've, I've written, I've read several books by her. Uh, so that's, what's on my, my sort of reading shelf right now. Ooh, cool. I'm gonna have to get that one. The hard, the hard good by Lisa. The hard good. Yeah. I'm gonna have to get that. I hopefully it's on audible because tomorrow I'm big head. Oh, I think it is. Good, because then I can listen to it because tomorrow will be my traveling day. So I'm going to travel for a little bit. So I'll be able to listen to I always try to listen to books while I'm in the car. Yeah. So yeah. I can do two things at once. You know, why not? While I'm driving, why That's not true. go ahead and make that time and listen and yes. learn? So I'm going to get yes. that. I'm going to have to look it up tonight. So I may reach out to you if I can't find it and make sure I got the name right. Um, yes. so just be on the lookout. And so the book I am reading, I, I'm like you, I'm normally reading three books and this time <laughs> I'm only reading two, which doesn't seem, feel kind of odd. But the first one I am, <laughs> talking, I am reading is actually Big Dream Big by Bob mm. Golf. Mm, yes. yes. Great book. Oh my goodness. I love this book. I, when I picked it up the first day I read it, I was literally already on chapter five in yes. one day. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. So I'm reading his book. And then the other one is dare to lead. Cause you know, when I'm trying to be that better leader than what I am. And so what perfect way is to read a book, read about it. So those are the two books I am reading. So I know I'll be done with that, but I'm going to add Lisa's book in there. So I'll be able to listen to her book next too. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I do want to make another recommendation. Sure. Because we talked earlier about having your tribe and how sometimes some people just aren't meant to be at your table. And what, what I was recalling as you were talking about that is there's a great book by Bruce Wilkinson and it's called The Dream Giver. Now it's oh, a parable. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's a parable, but it talks yes. about um, this character in the book who's given a dream and he goes to pursue the dream. And the people right. who love him are are trying to stop him every step of the way. Yes. And it is just a fantastic book specifically on that piece, right? That there are going to be people who who they, they love and care about you. They want to protect you. But what you're trying to do just looks a little out of the ordinary to them because right. it's not the status quo. So that's another and it's a great short read. Yeah, so. definitely. Oh, you guys got to get that book. We'll look, we'll drop the books in the, cause I, we could probably throw out a whole bunch of oh, books yeah. and okay. people be like, okay, wait, wait. So, and I, <laughs> and I wanted to, cause someone just pinged me and said, well, why do I do the book on the shelf? And the reason why I do the book on the shelf is I believe in us, as we talk about how to conquer our what ifs and I can't, yeah. and how do we get to the what's next? I also believe in them broadening our mind. Right. I don't yes. believe I believe in broadening, and expanding our mind and what perfect way to do it is by reading. And Absolutely. why not read, you know, get some tips on or get some books on what we're reading and just go out here. Not saying, you know, you have to read them, but we're just giving you some ideas on what we're reading and read them. And, and if you are reading them, drop them and let us know how, you know, we can yeah. even talk about it. But that's why I do book on the shelf. I do that every show. And I think it's essential it. to empower everybody 
every way I can, every way we can to get you to your what's next. So that's why. Yes, for sure. Well, Miss Erin, this was so cool. This was so much I fun. I know. I'm so glad we could <laughs> do it. I'm going to have to have you come back again next year so oh, this we can to come back and touch base. Actually, I'm working on something big. So I'll tell you at the, when we get off here so no one will know about it. But, anyway, <laughs> but before we close out, do you want to leave any lasting words for our audience? The last thing that I would say is, to me, there are four keys to really redefining hustle and and getting to you know overcoming like like pamela was saying you know overcoming the i can'ts and the what ifs and getting to your what next and what i've found in working with women of faith is that it really comes down to who is defining you are you allowing the world to define you are you allowing your titles to define you or your money or whatever that is right so how who who is defining you and i believe that it's really allowing god to define you the second thing is like who's directing you so are you are you praying over that are you asking the lord to show you which how to go or are you meditating on that are you just jumping into the day like grabbing your phone already getting on email as soon as you get out you know get up so who is directing your day putting discipline in place we talked about book ending right your days and and making that list of of the six things that are going to move your business forward so putting a daily discipline in place and then when you do that when you know who who defines you and how you're being directed and you put that into discipline you will develop and in that development is the what's next mm-hmm. and it's always happening it's not like you reach it and then you're done no there's always a what's next the important thing is that the what's next can't be the only thing that that drives you to pursue, right? Because if that's the case, then we get very wrapped up in what's the next promotion? What's the next title? What's, you know, and we sort of, and we lose contentment. So I think those four keys, define, direct, discipline, and develop, those, that's the framework that, that I have found with all of the clients that I work with. That makes a huge difference in how they're moving their business forward and getting to that what's next. I love it. I think that those are great, great. And we do need those. So I hope you guys have taken those notes and have implemented those. Um, If you need help on getting those or getting how to get fine-tuned to those, drop it in the feed below and I'll send Aaron your name and your DM information so you guys can work it out. Um, I definitely need, you guys, we still have time to go after our what's next. It's never too late. You know, so many people have talked about, it's it's at the end. So? We still got time. Even if it was the last day of the year, you still have time to make a difference. Well, Aaron, again, I want to thank you very much for joining. Don't hate, don't leave me because I got something I want to share with you. (laughs) But everybody, I want to first and foremost, thank you for coming by and joining us and coming and sharing the time that we, that we, that you came and shared with us. You know, I always appreciate you for coming in because without you, this wouldn't be possible. But know this, if no one has not told you that you were, you rock and you're amazing, I'm telling you right now, you rock and you amazing and you go after your what's next, no matter what, and let no one, I mean, no one take it away. Because remember, as I said before, there's only one you and we only get one time. So don't take Mm -hmm. it to the grave. Go out here and live your best life. We're here if you need us to help you get to the best life and know that you're so amazing. And thank you. Until next week, when I bring on another amazing co-host take care of yourself oh and don't forget put your wins in there so we can still shout you out until next week everyone take care of yourself and be safe bye everybody bye